people on social media and you're like, how? Like, same sis. <laughs> yes, like, oh, honey. Let's get into it. Let's have some fun. <laughs> All right. Hey, guys. Welcome to the very first episode of the Let's Be Real podcast. The very first episode. Not going to lie. I am nervous, JoJo. I am too. I am too. But hey, we're just going to have a conversation. It's going to be great. I mean, ever since we've had the idea, I think about the fact that we've Every time we've talked on the phone, we've talked for like an hour plus. <laughs> we got this. <laughs> Literally, probably could have talked for another hour. So I think we're, we're going to be okay. But oh my God, I'm so excited. It's so crazy to think that, I don't know, maybe it was a month and a half, two months ago. We just no, I don't think it's two months. I think it's been about a month. Yeah, about a month. We I just randomly had an idea. I um, have been thinking about doing a podcast and me and Rachel have been connecting on several social media platforms quite a bit. And so uh, honestly, it was very late night, <laughs> not very businesslike, but very late night. One of my friends encouraged me to shoot my shot and ask you if you wanted to do this. And I'm so glad that we did it because there's so many good things. My yes. So um it's gonna be real chill here, guys. We both have, you know, a little bit of anxiety. So we've got a adult beverage, you know, if you're also an adult over the age of 21, grab yourself a beverage and relax. Yeah, but I just wanted to introduce you guys to us because, like, who the heck even are we? Um, my name's Jocelyn. A lot of my friends call me JoJo. I don't care what anyone calls me either or. Um, but, yeah, I'm 26. I live on the East Coast of North Carolina, Wilmington. I'm not going to tell you guys what beach I live at because people are crazy. Um, but, yeah, no, I... 26, I do have a somewhat nine to five job. I do work on Saturdays, so it's a little untraditional, um, but super passionate and invested into health and wellness. Um, I'm currently in school at Purdue University Global um, online. I'm getting my bachelor's in health science with a focus in nutrition. I want to be both a clinical and holistic nutritionist. You are not limited to one or the other. Um, just really passionate about helping people have a healthy relationship with food. And I'm also currently training to get my certification as a NASM certified personal trainer. So it's a little bit about me. I live alone. I have no children, but I do have a dog child, Jaco, who's currently sleeping on the bed not too far away from me. And yeah, so that's kind of what I got going on. And Rachel? Yeah, so... <laughs> Beautiful introduction, but I'm actually the complete opposite of JoJo over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 29. I live in Charlotte, North Carolina. Not saying on that side. It's like JoJo said, there's creeps out here. Yes. <laughs> but I also do work full time, uh, nine to five, and I am a mom to one 
he's a beautiful baby boy, one and a half, and my world has been turned upside down, but in a good way. Oh my gosh, he's so adorable. Every time he hugs anything of him, I'm just like, oh my god, I just want to squeeze him and hug him. <laughs> You're so cute. I also have another baby girl, uh, my dog. She's a Belgian Malinois. I don't post about her much, but she's definitely still there. Like, yeah. <laughs> Listen, when you have a cute kid, like sometimes it gets lost in the sauce. I don't even post about my dog that much, and like, mm -hmm. literally, trust me, we're glued to each other every second of the day. Yeah, my dog is right here. My kid is upstairs because it's bedtime, so he's going to sleep. But I have been so. I've always kind of been into fitness. Like throughout high school, I was a big runner. Um, I didn't actually start lifting weights until college. Um, but after college is when I got into it more. And um, I was doing really good. I was working with a trainer, but when it came to getting pregnant, I was so defeated. And because during my pregnancy, I gained 80 pounds and now after having the kid, um, balancing mom life and myself was really hard. I put myself in the back burner a lot, but I am definitely finding my way through now and back on the road. Or I don't know. I don't know what you would say, but I'm back on track. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally get it. Fitness is such a journey. Like, Mm -hmm. When I think about it with myself, I mean, I was not a very, I had an interesting childhood, which we'll dig into that way later down the road. Um, so I didn't really get to participate in as many like athletic type things growing up. And when I first graduated high school and moved out, I was a huge runner. I ran all the time. Um, I used to live in Charlotte and I remember at UNC Charlotte's campus, I used to run the stairs which was like of the parking deck, which was like, God, I don't know, probably more than nine levels, which is insane. Um, but just kind of throughout my journey in life, um, you know, fell into bad relationships and things like that. Stopped taking care of myself, started working all the time. Yeah, listen, the toxic relationships do a number on you. Same, um, sis. Yes, like, oh. Honey, scarred for life. Um, Forget. But, but hey, we're we're making it out on the better end, right? Mm -hmm. But no, I um definitely would say that kind of went in and out of it. Was in a really long relationship for four years. This was way back when I first graduated, and when I first kind of came out of that relationship and looked at a picture of myself, that was the moment where I was like, oh my god, like I realized how much I had changed. And I would say that I kind of wanted to start losing weight and kind of was trying to get into it, but didn't really know what I was doing and wasn't really consistent with it. Um, and then my most recent relationship, um, the person that I was dating was very fit and active. And that really like inspired me to get back into health and wellness. Um, I'd say that was about four years ago, but Mm -hmm. uh, man, has it been a journey. I joined a gym for the first time four years ago. It'll be four years in December. Um, joined a gym for the first time in my adult life. That, that's a trip. Um, and I would say that since then, I've been on a good journey um, of like 
being a little bit more consistent and getting better, um, but have lots of ups and downs of losing weight, gaining weight, losing weight, gaining weight, getting on the wagon, hopping off the wagon. So it's been interesting. I would say this year is definitely the year when it's been the most consistent for me. So you know, really it's interesting. Um, and it triggered like a moment for me when you said what made you start getting into health and fitness. I remember, do you remember when Instagram came out back in like 2011? Oh my, yeah, girl, no, it came out in 2013. It was my senior year in high school. <laughs> 2013 or 20, somewhere around there. Yeah. I had always been comfortable with myself my whole life until social media came out. Yeah. I never thought about my body. I never, like, I never felt any kind of way about my body until social media came about and I started comparing myself to every other beautiful woman. No, that's so true. And I think about one thing that scares me is like, I have a 13 year old little sister and it's like so crazy to me. Cause even like when social media was a thing, like I said, or, you know, whenever Instagram came out for me, when I started using it was my senior year in high school. And it also, it was not what it has come to now either. <laughs> and it's like, I can't imagine what it's like for these children who are growing up in an era where social media is so relevant and like you're absolutely right like that whole comparison thing is so real i find myself doing the same thing all the time um yep. just looking at these people on social media and you're like it's beautiful yeah and you're like how like <laughs> joe i think you froze up but no i totally get you when you speak about the kids like already my son i speak affirmations to him every day because yeah. i don't want him to feel like he's less than just because of someone else what they have what they don't have what he has what he doesn't have because i don't want that to taint him yeah no absolutely and like i think the other thing too is that in reality social media what we're seeing on social media isn't necessarily real and I don't want to say that everyone doesn't share real content. I mean, we're sharing content and I try to share as much real content as I possibly can. Um, but I mean, rightfully so, we don't want to show the dark, un, you know, candid moments of our lives that aren't the most enjoyable. Like we want to present our best selves on the Internet. But I think it's also difficult because there are a lot of people who are editing themselves and doing things to make themselves look a certain way and when in actuality like that's not real i remember a big like wake up call for me was i was following this one influencer and i was like watching all her videos um and not saying that she wasn't putting great workout content out there because she was but i remember she just like had this butt and for me that was my thing my entire life oh you're black and mexican but you have no butt and i'm like so it was like the one part of my body I was hyper focused on like building and I just could never figure out why even after watching all her videos I never looked like that and come to find out I don't know maybe a year and a half down the line she ended up on botched she had a BBL that I actually almost killed her 
Yeah. And that was like, she came out with that, but it was so crazy because she'd never talked about it until that happened. And it was like, I think about the countless times I sat in my room sad and upset and crying about my body because I was looking at this person on social media and it wasn't even real. It wasn't even her butt. Like, it wasn't even real. I remember so. her. I can't remember her, like, tag to save I my do. life. I Is was like, by day? Yes. Yes. But I, when I saw that, I was it's like, <laughs> what? Yeah, literally, because it's like you're looking at this person. You're comparing yourself, trying to figure out, like, I'm doing everything they're doing, and why is it not working? And it's just, it's insane. Like, well, it's you're a beautiful. Clap Jackson, all great <laughs> Yeah. And I guess those situations for me personally is what's really inspired me to want to move um, into the influencing and the content creation space for fitness. But that's also a big reason why for me it's really important that I am getting my bachelor's in health science and I am becoming an ASM certified trainer um, because just what I've kind of learned literally as the person consuming the content is that a lot of these people and it's no shade to them like I love what they're doing it's inspiring thank you about yeah. that but they have no idea what they're actually talking about they're just sharing what they're doing and how it works for them and the reality is is that all of our bodies are different. Um, so what might work for you might not work for me. So I think that's why it's really important for me to have that education piece so that I know that the content that I am putting out there for people is backed by science and it's real. You know what I mean? Like it's literally real. Like this podcast, like let's be real. Let's really talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But yeah, that's, that's awesome. But it's, uh, I lost my train of thought there. So I kind of. Yeah. No, <laughs> well, before we dive too deep into like what we want to talk about today, I want to hear about your weekend because you guys went to the beach and I just saw the cutest little videos on Instagram. Yeah, we went to Hilton Head, um, Hilton Head Island. And you know what's so funny that we're talking about this? I've gone to Hilton Head before. I went with my ex's sister years ago, but we did not go to the beach and I stopped being her friend because all she kept doing was body shaming me. So uh, that's terrible. I know. And that's but, like the worst place to be doing that. Like we're at the beach, girl. Like <laughs> yes but yes we had such a great time it was so much fun uh, we went with Kev's friends I mean they're my friends now too but I met them through Kev so I called them yeah. Kev's friends and that's her boyfriend by the way guys yeah that's my that's my lover <laughs> my baby daddy her boyfriend my everything <laughs> yeah we went um, first time we went to the beach my son was not feeling it he was so intimidated by the waves, but this time could not get him out of it. Like, I I absolutely loved it. I love that. What's his, I'm one of these people, so what's his um, zodiac sign? Do you know? Aquarius. Oh, uh, I think that's a water sign, right? 
No, it's an air sign. Air sign. Okay. I was just yeah. curious because I've seen you post pictures of him at the Splash Town and stuff, and I'm like, he loves the water. He absolutely does. I have to look at this chart because I, I don't remember what his like moon sign or like it is, yeah. But it's got water. Because <laughs> he loves it. He loves it. It was so cute. I saw a little video you posted of him. Um, you guys should definitely check us out on Instagram. But um, he was just running. It was so cute. Honestly, though, can I tell you my favorite part? Was your shadow in the back, like, chasing after him. <laughs> and I'm like, true mom life at its finest. <laughs> truly. Yeah. Truly, truly. But let's get into our topic for today. topic for today is discipline versus motivation. Yes, which is honestly something that I'm so excited that we're starting with this. Um, because, one, it's something that I've been super passionate about lately. Um, the more I've been posting content um, for people on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, whatever it may be, the more I get the question from so many people in my life of where do you get the motivation? How are you motivated to go to the gym? Um, I wish I was motivated like you. And it's kind of funny because it's, it, that's not where it started. It's not motivation. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not either. Especially anytime you see me posting at the gym at 6 a.m., I promise you, I did not wake up in my bed, out of my bed, like, woo, I'm motivated. Definitely not. Like, absolutely not. Um, I wake up and I'm tired. I literally roll out of the bed, throw on the first thing I see, brush my teeth and drink some pre-workout and go to the gym and i'm literally in the car like why am i doing this to myself like <laughs> motivation is not the word for it um but discipline i think is the perfect word for it mm -hmm. i i agree um i'm not motivated honestly i'm not motivated by anything like something may sound nice, like, oh, I want that. That sounds pretty cool. But am I motivated? Hell no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't want to be working out. I don't want to be putting myself through all this BS. But my why is what helps me, you know, stay disciplined. And honestly, recently, so I'm going to, um, into this a little bit because uh, I was even having issues with discipline. So for like the last 18 months since my son's been I have been trying my hardest to do it on my own and my motivation is like yeah, I feel good I'm going to go to the gym I'm going to do everything right today but that only lasts for three days on the fourth day I want something sweet Yep. And then, then, then it's like a vicious circle. So I've been kind of like staying in the same place, maintaining. But I actually just recently got a trainer. When, when did I text you and tell you I got a trainer? Like, I think it was Thursday or Friday before you left to go to the beach. Yeah, you texted me and told me, which is so awesome. So proud yeah. for you. So I got a trainer because... Um, it's the discipline, man. It, the motivation isn't going to get you to your goal. 
it's um, the discipline, the doing it every day, like, because it's not going to be fun and it's going to be mentally painful going yeah. through this process. But I'll be damned if I'm in the same spot a year from now and I, I want to be able to keep up with my son. So I reached out and got help, which getting help to anyone, getting help for whatever goal you're trying to achieve is not a cop out. So I know a lot of people think that like asking for help or anything. I remember when I first had my kids, I needed help cleaning my house and I just felt so weird asking my mom to come over for the weekend to help me clean so I was so stressed out, but I felt so relieved. But I need help. So there's nothing wrong with asking for help to help keep you disciplined to get to your goals. Yeah, and no, I think that's an amazing thing and that's so true. Like and, and that's a crazy thing too, like with this whole, you know, subject and idea of discipline over motivation. It's not mutually exclusive to fitness, right? Like you can anything in your life that you're struggling with or that you're trying to get better at, like it starts with discipline. Like, I mean, you think about going to school when you were a kid, like no one wanted to go to school or like even college, like no one wants to go to school. Like, let's be honest. I mean, there's some people out there, they like to learn, but like <laughs> most people don't want to do that. Right. But your parents enforced discipline or some of your parents. Right. And that's why you went and like, no, you weren't always motivated, but because you had discipline, you would show up and you would do it. And then when you did get that A on the test or you did get that honor roll award, you felt better. And that's kind of where you start to build that motivation. And I totally understand that because I think that was the thing with me too, is like, I, I would go through like uh, phases of discipline. Mm -hmm. So for example, like I said, started dating someone, they were super into health and fitness, inspired me to get into it. And I had a really good run for like a couple months, lost weight, was feeling comfortable with myself, looked good, kind of didn't necessarily reach my goal, but you know, I felt better. I was taking pictures again. I was wearing a two piece bathing suit. Like I felt better. Um, but then I would fall off the wagon so hard, or I even think about last year, um, which was really what made me get my shit together this year. Um, I like to go to music festivals, right? And I'm sure we all know, we've all seen pictures of people in music festivals. We're not wearing much clothes, okay? Yeah. And I wanted to wear <laughs> the cute little skimpy outfits. And I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, like, it's one of the most inclusive things I've ever done in my life. So no one really cares, but I cared, right? Mm -hmm. And so I remember I was actually going to a music festival down here at Wilmington where I live or, well, I didn't live here at the time, but I was coming to a music festival down here and I got super disciplined. Um, I would say for about three, four months and I was running six days a week, every day. I would run four miles a day, go home. Wasn't even going to a gym, really was just running in my neighborhood, go home and work out in my drive way at my house. And I did that really hard for like, uh, I'd say three to four months. And then guess what happened? Because I was motivated by this music festival and fitting in this outfit that I wanted. As soon as I went to that music festival and I came home, fell off the wagon so hard, 
pretty much for the rest of the year. And for me, that was in January when I, you know, decided to move out here. And at that moment in my life, I was moving to a new city. I didn't really have any friends. So I needed something to do. I decided I wanted to start working out again. Um, But I had like this moment of frustration with myself where I had realized that had I maintained the same level of discipline that I had for those three to four months before that music festival, I wouldn't be starting all over again because I essentially had gained back all the weight that I had lost and was right back at square zero or square one. Um, But, you know, and that's really what made me, and I think for me, and that's why I'm so passionate about this right now, because that was the thing that snapped in my head. And I don't even think it was anything that someone specifically said to me. I don't want to say it's an original thought. I'm sure plenty of people have said that before. Um, But I don't know. I just had this moment of realizing that you can keep waiting to be motivated, but ultimately that is a form of procrastination. Um, I've had multiple friends come to me. I had some friends come down and visit a couple weeks ago. And I had this one friend that just kept looking at me and he kept saying, I'm just trying to find my motivation like you. I'm trying to find my motivation like you. And all weekend, I just kept saying, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean find your motivation? Like, you're going out, you're doing things, you seem motivated to, like, be a human participating in society. And I just kind of realized, and I had that conversation with them, is, like, I think you're looking for the wrong thing. Like, it's discipline. You have to be disciplined. I don't want to go to the gym every day, but I'm going to go to the gym every day because I know that when I get there and I start working out and when I finish my workout, I feel better. My energy levels are higher. I'm more productive. And just overall, I I feel better. Um, So it's finding that discipline. And then as you're disciplined, you start seeing results, which then starts getting you motivated and it kind of goes hand in hand. So I think that's been my big thing with everyone that I've been telling them is just like, stop saying that you're looking to be motivated because honestly, when I hear that, I hear that you're procrastinating. Yeah. It's the only way that I can think of it. I was, I was talking to um, my new, my new trainer and I was in the, um, it's really bad, but really real at the same time, like let's be real. I was telling them I have been using my child as an excuse for the last 18 months. Cause like when I tell people that I'm uncomfortable with myself, they're like, well, you just had a baby. And I'm like, that was 18 months ago. That's not just having a baby. (laughs) My child in six months will be almost two. So I'm just like, no, I was using my child as a cop out for not being consistent. And um, you triggered thought when you said, um, if you had stayed disciplined, like you were being disciplined after the festival, that triggered a thought in me, so I was like, when, as soon as I found out I was pregnant, I had just lost like 30 pounds at that point. When I found out I was pregnant, I was so defeated. And because I was like, I'm gonna gain weight again, because of the pregnancy naturally, like I just fell down bad. So I 
released onto the you're eating for two when in actuality you don't have to eat for two, you just eat regularly. And I stopped working out too because of COVID. Yeah, but I mean, and I think it's hard. And like we have, we go through phases and there's ebbs and flows, right? Mm -hmm. Like I think something that's been really difficult for me to navigate in the recent and now that I have been, um, and like technically, again, I'm in school right now to become an ASIN certified trainer. And technically you're not even in a maintenance stage of fitness until you're six months in. So I'm about five months in. So like technically I'm still not even <laughs> all the way there. Um, but no, it's hard because like there's times too, like I see, I follow some people who I actually know and like I see them go on vacation and travel. And like for myself, a lot of times like, like I had friends come down a couple weeks ago for that same music festival that happened again this year. And I had told myself like, okay, you're going to wake up early and you're going to go work out every day because that's still a priority. Did I? No. Um, which I think we do have to give ourselves grace in some situations, right? Like this was your first time becoming a mom that is new. Like it's hard. It's a new part of life that you're navigating, but yeah, it's having those aha moments and coming out of that and not continuing to let that be your excuse. You know what I mean? Which is what you're doing. Right. And like, and a lot of people think too, like if you have the thought to do something, which like I tell myself this every single day in life, just do it. Like, and start <laughs> small. <laughs> I mean, do you think about that? Like, you know how many times, like, I think about eight, nine years ago when I like first found YouTubers and I was like, I want to do this. And then I made so many excuses like, oh, I don't have the perfect camera. I don't have the perfect computer, like blah, 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 blah. Or and I'm it's scared. Like, That's yeah, the out. <laughs> yes, literally, I'm scared, but we don't ever say that to anyone. We never say that out loud. We don't tell anyone that. But I don't. I don't want to say I regret anything in life because I do think you know everything happens for a reason. But sometimes, like especially now, creating content and trying to get it out there, where yes, it's very much possible, but it's so much more saturated. Um, so it is that much harder now. And it's like I think to myself, like, wow, if I would have stopped making those excuses for myself and would have just done it. Yeah. I probably would have been on that first wave. Of YouTube <laughs> me and you would be in some beautiful big studio. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, instead of, you know, not yeah. doing it. <laughs> what are we using? String art in it? No, but it's, uh, I mean, but also I feel like we have to be real with ourselves too because if you're continuing to make excuses for yourself you're not ready to change yeah like point blank period like if you give up at the first challenge or the first like i don't know difficult moment you're not ready yeah people who are ready for and and this doesn't have to be for fitness it can be for like in any goal but you know you're ready when you are open-minded when obstacles come to come towards you and you don't hesitate towards it oh sorry if y'all heard that it is thunderstorming here yeah. 
That was loud. That scared me. It even, my dog jumped out of the bed. I like saw it flash and I was like, I think that's lightning. And then boom, it stormed. Like, Go ahead. Oh, wow. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> no, um, I kind of lost my thought there, but. Yeah. No, but I agree with you. I think, and that's why I say like, why we should give ourselves grace because I think the thing that's beautiful, at least in our stories and our journeys is that, you know, we might've had some setbacks, right? You might've had a baby and your thought patterns might've changed and you might've abandoned the things you were doing. And same for myself, right? Like I reached my goal for the meantime. And so then once that was over, I just completely abandoned everything I was doing, but you know, we both came back to that moment in our life at some point where we were like, no, mm -hmm. I want, this is still something I want and I want to change and I'm ready for change. And you're right. Like, I think that people, the first time that you, you know, maybe you go to the gym for two weeks consistently and then you don't go at all for a week and a half. Don't abandon it. Like, you know what I mean? And I think that's where so many people fall, myself included in the past. It's like, you know, that happens oh, about two weeks ago. Um, my gym was closed for remodeling and I tried to go to the other one and it was just, I live in a very small town, so there's not a lot of options. So everyone was at that one gym that was smaller. It was just too crowded. And I got a couple workouts in, in my living room. I didn't have the best workout week of my life, but as soon as the gym reopened that following Monday, I made it a priority to get my butt in the gym and work out and go the next day and the next day because I did not want to fall into those same patterns. Um, and then the, I would also say the other thing too is that it's uncomfortable. Like, let's just be honest. I've been working out consistently for four or five months now and I live in a college town, okay? These Gen Z children or young adults, they have <laughs> TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, all of these platforms that have taught them how to, I mean, they don't look the way that we looked when we were in high school and in middle school and graduated. They have so much more um, just resources out there. To they do not get an awkward face. <laughs> no, they don't. They literally do not. Like, about, I used to steal my mom's, but my mom's little eyeliner pencils that she had to sharpen would get low. I would sneak in her bathroom and I would steal them and like attempt putting makeup on my face. Like, and I had no one to teach me. I wasn't even supposed to be wearing makeup. I was just stealing my mom's pencils and doing it and like hoping that it looked good. You know what I mean? But it's intimidating. Like, um, I remember when I first started going to the gym back in Charlotte, um, I used to go to Lifetime Fitness and um, the one that um, me and my partner at the time were going to was um, the one by UNCC. And like, I used to go there. <laughs> yeah. And it's a lot of like, I mean, if we're being honest, it's a lot of college athletes that are going there to work out and like get their workouts in. And so I used to be so insecure. Like I, Honestly, when we moved closer to like uptown area and we weren't far from Matthews, my favorite thing was to go to the Matthews gym mid afternoon because it was like silver sneakers yoga was going on. Okay. It was like <laughs> 70 plus old people at the gym. They're old, wrinkly, but you know, I just felt more comfortable. 
And like now here, I live in a college town as well in Wilmington. And there is a lot of very young, attractive, good looking, you know, young adults working out. And so, yeah, I have certain days where I go and I look at the mirror and I'm like feeling myself. I see my obliques coming in and I'm like, ooh, like it's working. But then some girl walks by that's got like an eight pack and just a big other. Her matching Gymshark set that fits her perfectly. I'm wearing like my Amazon leggings and my hand-me-down sports bra. Like it's uncomfortable. But I think like we grow the most when we're uncomfortable. Um, and so that's part of it. Like it's going to be hard. It's going to be intimidating. You're going to see people that you're going to look at and be like, wow, I wish I looked like them. But that's part of the process. And we grow the most in those uncomfortable phases in life. And so, you know, again, like you can use all these factors like, oh, I just don't feel comfortable or I don't have the motivation, but it's like, you just have to do it. Like you have to do it. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. You know, it's like you said, like we spent so much time. I too, I mean, I grew up with, I didn't have the best example growing up of, you know, a woman who loves their body and appreciates that. So I've never really had that in my life and that's not what I was taught. Mm-hmm. Uh, Honestly, I just lost my train of thought. Don't even know. <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> really. gears, but um, all great points. And when it comes to motivation and discipline, but I want to change gears in how, because understanding like what it is, that's all great, but when you understand what it is, when you know better, you do better. Implementation is hard. So any advice for like any listeners that we have when it comes to motivation and discipline, I wouldn't start off big. Oh my God. Start off small, create a small habit and like build on it. Um, Even if it's as simple as, um, cooking your lunches for work at home and taking them to work and only drinking water during the week. Starting off somewhere to build on it helps create those habits and building upon those habits creates bigger change moving forward. And that helps with your consistency and your discipline. So like, example, if you're a person who loves soda and juice, Switched out to drinking like three-fourths, not not three-fourths, like a third of a gallon of water and then build up from there. You don't have to go cold turkey gallon of water every day. That's hard to tell and not realistic. But <laughs> build upon it. Baby steps. That's all you got to do. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think that's such a good um, piece of advice. Um I haven't read this book in particular, but I do really want to read it and I have heard it and it's called Atomic Habits. And I think it's um, all, what it really focuses on is how building all these little small habits help you kind of get to the bigger habits. And I think that's always my first piece of advice. I love that you said that because that's always my first piece of advice for anyone who ever reaches out to me and asks me like, 
where do I start? How do I do it? I had someone reach out this weekend that asked such a blanket question being like, um, how many times a week would you say that someone needs to work out and for how long? And it's like, there's no, there's no one answer to that question because what are your goals? And then, like you said, also realistically, like, what are you willing to do? Because I think the other big thing with all kinds of things in life, not just health and fitness related, but that's, you know, largely what we talk about here, but it's a lifestyle change. Um, and like you said, like, you shouldn't just cut things cold turkey. It doesn't work that way, right? Like, you don't go to therapy and tell them you have a problem. And then they're just like, well, just stop doing it. That's it. Like, just stop. Like, you know what I mean? You would literally go find another therapist. Like, you would, no. But, um, yeah, I think it's always starting with small habits. And to your point, when you say, like, you know, cutting back on little things or finding that little thing, I think something that everyone should do, whether you write it down or you just have a moment with yourself or whatever it is, um, sit down and really write down your schedule. That was um, something that I did at, in January was I sat down and I wrote down my schedule now, not including working out or anything like that. What is my current schedule? What does my day-to-day -day look like Sunday through Saturday? And, yeah, and then really look at that schedule and really think, okay, how much time a week can I dedicate to this? So maybe if you're going to go the meal direction, so like you want to start with eating healthier, like you said, do you have an hour of time or two hours of time that you can carve out on Sunday? Maybe you don't meal prep breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but like you said, maybe you I prep those snacks. Yeah, exactly. Prep those lunches so those are ready, and that way you only have to worry about dinner or breakfast. Or maybe you want to start with, I want to work out more. Okay, how much time do you have realistically to dedicate to working out? Because it, like you said, it doesn't always have to start full force. I think that's why a big reason why I fell off all the time was because I would have these like spurts of. I mean, I'm working out for like an hour and a half, two hours, six days a week for three or four months, but I would literally burn myself out because, honey, I've never done that. My body is not that. It is a lifestyle change. Like you have to work your way up. Um, and when you have those smaller goals that you're hitting, like, so for me, for example, I started the year, I want to work out three days a week. And I did that for yeah. about three to four weeks and it started to feel good. It was like, okay, I can do this. I'm capable. I started feeling motivated because mm -hmm. I was practicing discipline. And then I decided to up that goal. Hey, I'm going to work out four times a week. Mm -hmm. Did that for a couple more weeks. Hey, I'm going to work out every day that I work during the week. And then about three and a half months into the year, I decided to do 75 hard which could be a whole nother episode because that changed my life. But again, it was, had I tried 75 hard on January one, I would have not been able to complete it. I probably would have been demotivated. And so I, I just, I love that you say that because it really does start with those little things. Mm -hmm. And then start also to piggyback off of that, you need to understand why you're doing it. I know it kind of sounds cliche, but for whatever goal, why are you doing it? 
how are you going to feel after you achieve it? Like, how are you going to feel if you don't achieve it? What, where, where would it put you mentally if you do gain this goal and if you don't gain this goal? Because that why should be the start of the motivation to help keep you disciplined yeah. as you're moving on these habits. Because my why, I really don't, I know this may sound so silly, but I really don't want my son when he starts talking. Like, mommy, why are you fat? <laughs> kids, are, kids are brutally honest so i totally get it like i think i told you my mom oh my god she's probably gonna listen to this and she'll remember this but i remember we used to go to church and she would like a random little kid would be walking by and she'd be like excuse me do i look fat and i'd be like mom my friend's daughter, she, she came up to me, she was like, you're so beautiful. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm pretty. Because kids are brutally honest. That's what my mom always told me. She's like, I want to ask a kid because they're honest. Because they just don't know better. Yeah. So it's like, it's almost like when a kid says it to you, it's like old. It's like moving to your ears. Yeah, but that's, that's one of my whys. My next why is like, you know how like you'll see parents and my mine is all like parent motivated, but like you know how like you'll see parents that you know they'll take their kids to the park but they don't really interact. I want my kids to remember us creating memories. I want to be able to keep up with my kid. I want to be able to interact and you know just have fun and all that good stuff. I would hate to him really want to do something and say like where you go to like a water park and he's never to go down a slide. I want to be able to go down the slide with him and not have to worry about like, ooh, am I past the weight limit? Is the thing going to bust right as I'm going through it? <laughs> well, first of all, Rachel, I think that the, the slides are made stronger than that. <laughs> You never know. <laughs> and if you fall through that slide, you're going up on a check, okay? <laughs> you never know. You never know. No, I understand that 100%. <laughs> yeah, no, and then as you're going through whatever change that you want to go through, um, it's going to be mentally painful. Uh, my favorite speaker ever is David Goggins. If you haven't heard of him, go look him up. He has a book called Can't Hurt Me. But he talks about callousing, like building calluses on your mind. You know how like you'll get like the hard skin on, like, yeah. on your hands and feet? Um, because it's so hard, it's hard to penetrate through it, you know? So like... Um, any goal that you have your mindset on, callous your brain. So then that way, all these negative feelings and negative emotions, all the BS that people throw at you, um, it won't affect you. Yeah. And you're, you're keeping all these naysayers away so that way you can focus on your own goal. Because whenever you're going to start a new lifestyle, 
there's always going to be some hater sitting there talking shit, trying to get you off your high horse because they are miserable with themselves and they want you sitting there with them. Oh my God. Listen, that is so true. I, I fell victim of that last week. So I've been like working really hard trying to post content on Instagram and make reels. And I posted something that was very exciting for me personally, because just the level of the things that I have learned and evolved into in the gym since from when I started is just like a whole nother level. Like I'm doing so many things I've never been able to do or even tried, was too scared and tried to do before. And I posted a reel and no, my form wasn't perfect because I'm still learning. And I was having a bad day just in general, mentally, like I was just in a rough space and I was in the gym, walking on the Stairmaster and I'm like looking at this reel and all these people, so many people are liking it and watching it. And one guy, one random guy that I don't even know, who is he, commented on it and said, what the fuck is porn? And in that moment, I just succumbed to that. And I just got so discouraged. I deleted it, which I regret because who are you? You should have commented back and said, I'll make you my stepchild, bitch. Yes, like literally. And I think about that. And I remember talking on the phone with a friend later and telling them about it and what happened. And they were like, Jojo, the block button works. The delete button works. You could have said something back. And, you know, I didn't repost it, whatever. It happened. Um, But... No, I, I, I love that you say that because I think I needed to hear that because that's the thing. It's like, I'm going to post. I, I didn't post a video saying, hey, this is the perfect form of how to do this. Literally, it was caption uh, progress over perfection. Like, I'm clearly <laughs> stating that I'm not perfect. And, it, you know, and it, I really hated that because it took, for me, when I posted that, it was something that I was proud of. You know, mm-hmm. something that I was excited for, like, hey, I'm doing something that I've never done before. And in that one little moment, like you said, when you're doing all these good things and you're inspiring these people and you're changing your life, those little trolls and haters are going to come out and pick at you and try. And you have to not let those things get to you, because at the end of the day, if what you're doing isn't harming anyone else and it's to better yourself, then that's what matters. Like it, it doesn't matter what anyone else has to say about it or anyone has to do. And I mean, I would say for me, my why was um, honestly, I was just tired of looking in the mirror and hating myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I have had so many friends. Um, my ex used to tell me all the time when I've, would like mention my weight or how I look, he'd always tell me, you've always just been Jojo to me. Like you've always just looked like Jojo. And I love that because it is so much more than what we look like. You know what I mean? There's so much more to us than the shape of our bodies and what we look like. Um, But at the same time for me, it's great to hear all of that and to have friends that say the same thing. Um, But that's not how I felt. And that's what matters the most. How do I feel about myself? It doesn't matter what everyone else thinks about me. What matters is how I feel about myself. Mm-hmm. And the truth was is that I didn't feel like myself. I was always a very 
um, slim. I mean, I'm a short person. I'm five three. Like I have, if you see a picture of me, three fourths of my body is legs. So anytime <laughs> I gain any weight in my stomach area, I immediately it it doesn't look great because I have a very short torso. And so I just, I didn't look like myself. I didn't feel like myself. And when I looked in the mirror, I wasn't someone, I wasn't happy. And I just didn't want to feel like that anymore. Um, but it was also a big, you know, trigger in my head that the only way that you're going to change this, the only person that can change this is you, unless you have a lot of money and you want to deal with the upkeep of plastic surgery. But I don't want to do either one of those things. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I think that was my big thing was realizing that you can be upset about it. You can be, you can look in the mirror and you can cry and you can complain and bitch everyone about it, but you're the only person that can change it. And so. Yeah. No one's coming to save you either, honey. Yeah. It's good. It can be a lonely road. Um, Definitely starting out, but as you go through it, you'll find community. And and your own tribe. But whenever you go on a new journey, that's gonna, you know, make you have to sacrifice and change certain things about your life, it's going to be lonely and uncomfortable. Yeah, it's gonna be hard. I think about that. Mm -hmm. There's a spiral sound on Instagram, and I can't remember the second half of it, but I know the first part of it is you're gonna suffer. And like, it's true. Like, I've had days where I've gone to the gym and I've tried and it just wasn't happening or things didn't go my way. And I, you know, I didn't leave feeling better. Um, And like that happens, those days happens. Or I've had days where I've looked in the mirror and it's like, I know that, I know that it's working, but I know that you're not always going to see it working right away. And so you have those moments of feeling defeated and feeling like no one really understands what you're going through. But no, I agree with you. It's, it's going to make you a stronger and a better person. And you do find community. I mean, I really, I think about this, like this is something starting a podcast is something I've always dreamed of. Um, I've always wanted to be in the creator space and the content creation space. And yep. it wasn't until I started posting um, fitness content on Facebook, which sounds crazy to some of y'all because who still uses Facebook? I do. <laughs> but <laughs> started posting content on Facebook and you literally you would comment under some of my stuff. And then we followed each other on TikTok because that's how phones work now. They know. And we started commenting on each other's TikTok and then Instagram. And it's like all because I took down those walls and started being more vulnerable. I've already started meeting other like-minded people. Isn't it? Yeah. And now we're doing things that we've always wanted to do. Yep. Um, Another thing I would say, which is, you know, easier said than done is going through this process is to give yourself grace and love yourself at every stage, which I am a walking hypocrite because on the back of my neck, I have tattooed, love yourself, be you, love you always, like always. Yeah always one word and um i had struggled which as a person that has gone through ebbs and flows with my own fitness being skinnier does not make you happier i'll just say that again being skinnier does not make you happier 
Yes. Skinnier does not make you prettier. Yes. No. <laughs> you have to love yourself at every stage because, you know, it's so funny looking back at um, old pictures of myself and I'm just like, why did I hate myself at this point in time? I was living the life. I was looking great. I was having fun. I was doing my thing. But I could not for the life of me understand why I was being so mean to myself. And you got to be nice to yourself throughout any walk of life. Be no, nice absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I love that you told me that you have that tattoo because ironically, mm-hmm. I have a tattoo on my wrist. It's not the same, but it says love yours. <laughs> um, that's that's just so funny how that like very similar, you know what I mean? Similar messages because I too was having that moment of like, no matter what, like you have to love your life. Like it's yours. Like it's the only one you get or, you know, in this lifetime. And so it's like, why do we spend so much time worrying about the way we look or what we're wearing or, you know what I mean? Rather than just being present and enjoying the moment that you're in. So like, yeah, that's, that's huge. I think so. And I agree with you. Cause I will tell you this, uh, body dysmorphia is real. And even as I agree with you too, like I go through, um, phases of like, there's some days where I was really feeling myself. Like I woke up this morning and I was feeling myself. So I was posting and all these things on Instagram, but I'm going to tell you this much. I do not feel like that every day because, um, two, uh, two or three days ago, I was literally questioning myself of, am I, is, am I doing like, is it working? Like, am I working out hard enough? Should I be going harder? Should I be eating uh, more or less? Like, am I making the wrong eating decisions? And so, yeah, you really do go through these moments of sometimes you really love it and not, and just trying to find that overall um, grace and like truly loving yourself because you're right. You can be as skinny as you want and still not love yourself. So, and like you said, it doesn't make you prettier and it doesn't, make you a better person either mm-hmm. at all um you do that your personality does that the way you treat people does that and so you really have to focus on those things and i promise you everything else you want will come with it and it all but I don't know. I guess we should probably wrap it up here soon. Um, so excited for this journey and so excited to watch this grow. Um, it's our first episode. Yes. And honestly, I think it went great. Um, but guys, thank you so much if you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to have to get used to this, but uh, please rate us. <laughs> um, I think it's rate, like, follow, subscribe, whatever it is. We'll figure it out the more we do this. We'll be dropping new episodes every Wednesday on all your favorite streaming platforms. Um, So yeah, come hang out with us. We're excited. We're going to be talking about all kinds of things. And thank you so much for being here. If you made it to this point, we love you. Yes. And don't hesitate to follow us. We are on Instagram or let's be real podcast underscore RJ. 
We're both Instagram and TikTok. My personal Instagram is I am Rachel C-H-E-V-A-L-I-E-R at Instagram. And hold on, let me look at my TikTok here. <laughs> uh, at A M. Sorry. <laughs> at I am Rachel on TikTok. <laughs> You're fine. It's hard to keep up with all. We got so many social media platforms, it's so hard to keep up. Every time someone tells me I need Twitter, I'm like, I can't do another one. <laughs> um and then my instagram name um actually tiktok and instagram you can find me at bfit.joslyn but it's b-e-e like a bumblebee bfit.joslyn joslyn's j-o-s-l-y-n um and again yeah you can find me on instagram or tiktok at either one of those and we also have a tiktok account set up as well right and it's same thing let's be real with rmj so thank you guys again so much for listening and can't wait to do this again next week next time <laughs> bye bye let's be real let's get into it let's have some fun <laughs>